if you love music, still looking for like a stocking stuff or something, uh, this could be it. I love guys like this because they get they got to do what I wanted to do. You know, I should have done. Because imagine spending your life uh, doing what you love because it's really your labor of love. And that would be catching moments that you can share with everyone else. Well, my next guest started his career sneaking into some of the world's biggest rock and roll shows. You know, stashing his camera in a sock, taping it to his body. However he could get it in, he would. And then get to work trying to capture some of the most iconic celebrity shots we've ever seen. And now all these years later, this, quote, you know, guerrilla gig photographer has amassed over 10,000 shots, which are now narrowed down to about 250 never-before-seen shots of bands including The Ramones, Prince, Talking Heads, Grateful Dead. Oh, yes. Yeah, I even saw Spinal Tap in there. His book is called No Cameras Allowed. My career as an outlaw rock and roll photographer. His name Julian David Stone, and he joins us now. Hello there. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Well, I think I was more excited when I started to to kind of go, go through who you have, in fact, photographed. There's not many you have missed. Who's your favorite? Oh God, yeah, there were so many back then. Um, I'd have to say Prince. Uh, there's there's a lot of pictures of Prince in in the book, and th- uh, that was my absolute favorite. Th- this was, you know, th- these pictures are all from the the mid 1980s, and this mm. was Prince at his peak, you know, during the Purple Rain era. So that that would have to be my favorite. You know, given the way life is now with rock shows, given to what we got to enjoy back in the day when you really went just to listen to good old rock and roll, you couldn't bring anything in with you. You couldn't bring your iPhone, nothing like that. So what you were doing was like, (laughs) it was unheard of. Yeah, you know, this is this is all takes place in the, you know, was all done in the 1980s. And there was no digital cameras, certainly no iPhones. And yeah, we're talking about big, bulky 35 millimeter equipment. So yeah, it was it was quite a challenge. And they were very aggressive about policing it back then. How did you get access, though? So I'm thinking almost famous, like, how did you work your way in uh, to get up that close? Well, actually, I you know it was all guerrilla as as you described it. It started when I was a teenager. It first happened at a Ramones show where I had fallen in love with rock and roll and realized that I had no talent to play it. <laughs> but I but I loved photography and I thought, oh, I'll just walk in and take pictures of the Ramones. And a a bouncer at a local club just laughed at me when I tried to do that. And I was about to stash my equipment back in my car and I thought, God, I think I can. There's got to be a way around this. I hid the equipment on my body, like you said in your intro, in my tube socks and got in, shot the Ramones. And after that, over the next six, seven years, I was just obsessed and I shot 10,000 images of all the biggest bands of the period. And was there a point in time, and it often happens where bands will see like a super fan or get to know the faces in the crowd. Was there a point when they said, yeah, we know Julian, he's good. We'll give him, give him the access. When did you kind of cross that line? Well, it didn't come from a band. A, a few years into doing all of this, um, I had built up such a good portfolio, and I was the ripe old age of 21, and I started sending it around to different local magazines in the in California. I was in the Northern California in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I got hired by a few, so I started working at that point uh, for the magazines, and I shot with passes. But the interesting thing was I didn't enjoy it as much. I really missed the gorilla aspect of it. Mm. I, I realized that, that I think it was my way of sort of being part of the rebellion that's at the heart of rock and roll, uh, 
was was you know this act of sneaking in once it became a job it, it wasn't as much fun right and so it's the love of the craft it was the love of the moment that really I think uh, makes works like yours and, and other photographers of that time so unique because today there would be no such thing as Julia Davidson because everyone's got a camera at a rock show Oh, absolutely. In fact, it's kind of funny. About 10 years ago when the iPhone first came in, I, I noticed, you know, going still going to concerts that they were still trying to police it at first. They tried to tell people not to take pictures. Now they've given up. You know, it's it's all you see. It shows everybody with their with their phones out and they even don't even care about like digital cameras. They still sometimes aren't too crazy if people bring in big rigs, but uh, the little ones they've just given up on. And so could you do what you did then now? I mean, <laughs> You know, I pity, I've got a little boy and I desperately want to bring him up on those same memories that I had, but this technology in the digital age, it really has changed, and certainly rock and roll has changed, but could you do what you did then now? You know, that, that's a great question. I don't know, but it's funny that there's a concert coming up in uh, in a few months, and for old time's sake, I think I'm going to dig out my old 35 equipment <laughs> and try it. It's been a long time, and, and I decided, I, I told my wife I was going to do that, and she said, okay, but if you get busted, I don't know you, <laughs> you know, so I'm going <laughs> to give it a try, so I'm going to find out. <laughs> so. is, is there some, is, are there bands that you still really want to shoot? Is there a band or a singer or, or a performer that you did not get to shoot that you think, oh, that, that was a missed opportunity? Oh, well, you know, th- th- that's a great question. There's people historically that are sort of before the time, you know, obviously I would have liked to have shot Elvis. I oh. mean, to have had a chance to photograph Elvis in the, in the fifties, but in the eighties, I have lists of the concerts I went to and sometimes I didn't sneak my equipment in and all these years later I don't know why I didn't in some of those shows I wish god I wish I had pictures of the pretenders oh, yeah. or certain bands like that you know so absolutely there, there there's a whole list of them I just don't know what my mindset was why I didn't why some shows I did and some I didn't because I shot a whole lot of shows so I can't figure out why I didn't maybe I was on a date or something I don't know yeah. <laughs> well I hope that was a good date because if you missed but, someone yeah. like Brian Ferry or, or Rock, you know <laughs> then they'd be very yeah. disappointing but you know if I find it interesting because, you know, you capture a time uh, that we can never get back to. It's such a, a fun time in music that in the 70s, of course, well, there's a lot of good generations back then. Um, and so how how do how do your works now get um, uh, taken? Do younger generations resonate to your work or is it all nostalgic kind of people like myself? Well, you know, that's that's a great question. It, it does seem to resonate more with people that were there, you know, because I think that's kind of everybody's interest. You know, I'm more interested in seeing pictures of bands that I knew as opposed to, you know, stuff more recent. But I found that the one thing that people, do, everybody seems to really enjoy is the gorilla aspect. Because yeah. that's one of the things I wanted to have in the book. I didn't want it to just be a bunch of pictures of, of rock stars. I wanted to tell the different stories of all the adventures I had getting chased by roadies and security and all that stuff. So that stuff seems to resonate with everybody. And did you shoot stuff you didn't like or were all your shots shows that you wanted to see because you love the music? And that was a moment you wanted to shoot. Well, that's funny. That's also part of my story. When it became a job, when I started working for magazines, that was part of what was also not as fun. I, I was suddenly being sent to see bands I didn't want to necessarily see. But previously, when I was doing it guerrilla style, it was obviously a band I was dying to yeah. see. And interestingly enough, my pictures were better as a guerrilla, <laughs> even though I had a I had an I had access and I was right there in the front. I did a better job when I was doing it by sneaking it in because I think I almost felt a responsibility 
longevity, the better the show, the better I wanted my pictures to be, particularly like in the instance of Prince or I have pictures of the police or YouTube bands that I loved. I just wanted so badly to get just great shots. And fortunately, I feel in most cases I I achieved my goal. And did uh, is there anyone today who you like that you'd like to shoot, but, you know, kind of in, in mainstream today? Yeah, you know, I, I I don't follow it as closely as I did, but definitely, um, you know, I have pictures of the of the Grateful Dead in my book, and I kind of migrated over to fish. I I photographed them for fun, you know, but I'd love to <laughs> to shoot them. So I kind of stayed in that jam band world. But there's there's more popular acts, but I have to say I'm pretty pretty ignorant of of a lot of the newer music, you know. That's okay. You're better uh, for that. It's okay. <laughs> we understand. We understand. Well, it's fabulous and it's a great stocking stuffer, but a lot of really, really neat shots. You've had a really neat life, and I'm a bit jealous, I got to say. So appreciate the time. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> appreciate it. Thank you so much. Julian David Stone, the book is called No Cameras Allowed My Career as an Outlaw Rock and Roll Photographer. And hey, if you love music and you want to kind of step back in time, it's a great, some really great memories in there. And like, you, you can't do that today. You just can't do that kind of stuff today, you know? Concerts just aren't that cool anymore. Not the same. Not the same vibe. On point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.